Welcome to the Cosmic Savannah with Dr. Jacinta Delhaes and Dr. Daniel Kanema. Each episode, we'll be giving you a behind-the-scenes look at the world-class astronomy and astrophysics happening under African skies. Let us introduce you to the people involved, the technology we use, the exciting work we do, and the fascinating discoveries we make. Sit back and relax as we take you on a safari through the skies. Hello and welcome to episode 19. This is our last one of 2019, so that worked out well. (laughs) (laughs) That was all the plan. (laughs) Was it? No. (laughs) Complete coincidence. Most of this episode will be in English, but parts will be translated into Kosa by Akona Bunzi and Isiwe Shasha and Okulia Machali, and part will be translated into Sesutu by Nalatsana Japi. Actually, you can also head on to our website where we'll have transcriptions of um, many of our episodes, including this one. It may come out uh, a little later after the episode itself airs, but there will be a transcription so you can read along as you're listening, um, at least to the English parts. And if we can manage to find the translator, perhaps the, also the other languages. So what are we talking about today? We've got a bumper episode. Today, we're going to be talking about the Astromolumlaba program. And this is a really fantastic initiative to teach astronomy to uh, primary and high school girls in uh, disadvantaged areas near Cape Town in South Africa. Molumlaba. Molumlaba. Do you know what it means? (laughs) I don't actually. Welcome. It's hello world. Yeah. Hello world. Oh, there we go. It's a Corsa. 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 Oh, I it's can't hard. pronounce that. That's hard. Yeah, I mean, it's hard for me too. But it's an African language. It, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. South African, uh, predominantly Southern South right. Africa. Yeah. Molumlaba is a Kosa word for uh, hello world. Which uh, is the first thing you'll learn to do if you ever learn coding. Exactly. Print hello world. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and that's really relevant because this particular school, it's a pan-African Montessori school, and it has a particular focus on teaching uh, young black girls STEM coding, robotics, and so um, having a name that means hello world is quite relevant. That's very cool. So this school is in a township called Kailicha. Perhaps, Dan, you'd like to explain what a township is? A township is it's a previously disadvantaged community. Uh, so during the apartheid era, uh, a lot of communities were removed from the city centres or sort of affluent areas and put in what was called townships. So there were these small towns uh uh, some of semi-formal, some more formal than others in terms of the housing. And these have then since become suburbs, which are predominantly full of previously disadvantaged people. And you you spoke to a couple of people about how the school came about. Yeah, that's right. So I spoke to Dr. Margarita Molaro, who is a an astronomer at the University of the Western Cape. And uh, she started a an astronomy program in association with this Molumlaba school. And also I was speaking with Mahanang Honey Party, or Honey for short, who is a Molumlaba program manager and also coordinates the Astro Molumlaba program. And they were explaining to me sort of the genesis. So this whole Molumlaba concept was started by Dr. Retabile Mashale Sonibare, who is a really fantastic, inspirational woman. She started a, a nonprofit called the Topi Foundation in 2013. And Honey was working with them for quite a while, and she was working up to six days a week. And this was sort of an after-school um, tutoring program for the science and mathematics for girls in these uh, underprivileged areas, particularly in Kailicha. But they ended up with so many students that they were tutoring that they decided they may as well start a school. And so that's how they started Molumlaba School. And then how did the Astro get involved? Right. So then Margarita heard about this school, this program, and she just really wanted to get involved in any way possible. And being an astronomer, the logical thing that she could bring to the table was astronomy. So she applied for a grant from the Office of Astronomy for Development, the OAD. So Dan, perhaps you can explain what that is. Yeah. So the Office for Astronomy Development is based here at SAO in Cape Town. uh, And it is an international 
organization, which is falls under the International Astronomical Union. Yeah, the IAU. The IAU, which is celebrating its 100th year this year. Mm-hmm. And they set up this Office for Astronomy Development about 10 years ago here. And they manage projects around the world uh, and to try and use astronomy to promote development. So they're driven by the, the sustainable development goals. Uh, and they try to fund and support projects which will be contributing to development. And I mean, this the Molo Mslava is the perfect example of, of one of these. Yeah, so and it's quite competitive to get one of these OAD grants, but Margarita was successful, and so she decided to start this this Astro Molum Lava program, and it's actually really amazing the way that it's it's been set up. So it's sort of like a multi tiered program. So Margarita and professional female astronomers such as myself teach for recently matriculated girls. So girls who have just finished high school um, and haven't yet started university but are interested in STEM subjects, science, technology, engineering, mathematics. So we teach them and we also teach the grade grade 11s at several high schools in Kailicha and in Philippi. Those schools are Maniano and Sopumalela. We teach them weekly uh, astronomy classes after school and this is called the Astronomy Academy. And then the four matriculated girls, they're called facilitators. So they um, receive additional tutoring in astronomy and then they they go and teach primary school girls. So um, some of the grade ones at Molom Laba School itself and also some grade sixes from Luleka and Chumiza schools. So altogether, the program manages to reach uh, many, many girls in underprivileged areas. And that ties in with part of the mandate of the Molom Laba School, which is to serve other girls in the community who didn't have the opportunity to attend the Molom Laba School itself. So the Molov Laba only allows a certain number of students in, obviously. Yes. Um, but the project, the Astro Molov Laba, actually serves larger than just the Molov Laba school. Yeah, exactly. And this is actually um, one of the major parts of, of Honey's work. She's the program manager and, and reaches out to the other schools and gets them involved in this. I assume this, this project's been very successful? Yeah, Astromolum Lava has been very successful. So it actually was the winner of the International Astronomical Union's Women and Girls in Astronomy Prize. The, the International Astronomical Union, the IAU, is what we mentioned before, and this is the international body of astronomers. It's sort of the official organisation of, of astronomers in the world. And as you said, this is its 100th anniversary, and as part of that there's, there's many different celebrations, uh, many different prizes. And so, as, as we'll hear from Margarita in, in a moment, they organised a, a fantastic event for the International Day of, of Women and Girls in Astronomy. And for that, they won a prize. And the prize was a trip to Japan, to Tokyo, to attend the IAU's Symposium of Equity, Diversity and Inclusion in Astronomy. So, Honey went on that trip and, and we'll hear from her in a moment about uh, the impressions she had and, and what she learnt. And how have you been involved personally? Only a little bit so far. Uh, Margarita and Honey and, and Retabila and all of these people are running the vast majority. I've just taught some grade 11s, one class, which was a lot of fun. And then I managed to attend recently, a few weeks ago, there was the IAU 100 Astronomy Day in Schools, where the IAU was encouraging uh, astronomers to go into their communities, to go into schools. And so as part of that, Margarita and Astro Molom Laba organized a big uh, sort of astronomy festival where the the girls could present what they've learnt to their parents and their teachers and the audience. And they did it mostly through song, um, because this is what the girls uh, love to communicate with. And, and you'll hear that in a moment, um, how much joy they are expressing through their song. So perhaps uh, let's go ahead and, and listen to part of our conversation with Margarita and Honey. With us in the studio now is Dr. Margarita Molaro and Mahaneng Honey Party. Welcome, Margarita and, and Honey. Thank you for having us. Hi, thank you so much for having us. So, um, first of all, let's start with who are you? Tell us a little bit about yourselves. Okay, my name is Mahaneng Hanipadi and I'm a programs manager at Molom Shlaber School and I'm also um, a coordinator at Molom Shlaber Astronomy Project. I'm Margarita Malaro. I work as a postdoctoral researcher at the University of the Western Cape in the astrophysics department. 
and I coordinate the Ashton Monoplava program at the Monoplava School. So um, where are you both from? Originally from the Northwest Province, and I moved in Cape Town in late 2015, and I came back in early 2016, and yeah, I joined um, Topi Foundation, which is uh, an organization that Molam Flava was birthed in, in June. Yeah, so I'm now a Cape Townian. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I'm originally from Italy, and I've been here in Cape Town for three years now, which is hard to believe because it feels like I moved here yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's already it's been three like years. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've just gone past my one year anniversary, so it just went so fast. <laughs> Happy anniversary. <Thank> <laughs> All right, so you've mentioned Molom Laba a, a few times. So Molom Laba is a, a, an all-girls school in Kailija. Yes, it's the first private school, Montessori Pan-African private school in Kailija. We are here surviving and trying to educate underserved black girls in their communities and to place them in the field of science. Fantastic. Yes. So you mentioned it's a private school. What does that mean? By private, I don't mean we have many. It's an independent school. It's a non-profit, which is basically dependent on funding. So what's the importance of having an all-girls private school in Kailicha? We have um, discovered that girls do well when they are in a single-sex environment. So that's why we came with this school, because there's a lot of distraction, there's a lot of competition, and, you know, internships, like, there's no safety. So the first school for girls in Kailisha is addressing all the issues that were not addressed. That's brilliant. And so that brings us to astronomy, which is the topic of this podcast, The Cosmic Savannah. So Margarita, now you started an astronomy academy in association with Molom um, Laba. Tell us about that. Yeah. So the idea was to introduce an astronomy program, both at the school, but also in other primary school in Kailisha to involve the younger girls in fun astronomy activities. And of course, I mean, the hope is that they'll all become astronomers, but we don't, <laughs> you know, we also have a more realistic goal would be just to give the girls an opportunity to engage with science in a way that's fun and to allow them to see science and astronomy as something that they are entitled to enjoy as much as anyone else. So this is really our primary goal. Then we also have a program that targets high school girls. So this is what we call the Astro Academy. So the one with the younger girls is our Astro Clubs, and the one with the high school girls is our Astro Academy. And there we involve girls in grade 11, and we do activities with them that also attempt to convey the fact that science doesn't have to be a boring subject at school. Astronomy is one of the most fascinating sciences out there. I mean, we're both astronomers, just in terms. Yeah, I mean, this is a biased audience, <laughs> yeah. but I wholeheartedly agree with you. <laughs> yeah. So astronomy is really, it's such a, it's such a easy way to show kids how science can just be incredibly fascinating. And with astronomy, you deal with the most fundamental questions. For example, during one of our classes, we did time scales in the universe, you know, and, and scales, you know, length scales. And it, it just blows your mind, which is what we want our girls to experience. So this is another target of our program. I should, this is my little love message to the Supumalila girls who are actually not based in Kailicha. They're based in Philippi. So a different township. A, a different, yeah, yeah, different community. So quite a long way away. Mm. But they reached out to us. They said, we want to participate. So we actually sent a bus to fetch them on the, the first day we held at Maniano. And they all came. There were so many of them. We had to send the bus back to fetch more who wanted to attend. And then finally we said, you know what, we'll just have to organize this at your school as well. And there was a bit of difficulties communicating with the school itself, but the girls basically just organized our visits themselves. They, you know, were communicating with us on WhatsApp. We just showed up. They said, we'll find a class. And we just, you know, held the lessons with them. And it was just, mm -hmm. it was just so inspiring to see how much they wanted to be part of the program. Yeah. It was, it was just, a joy to be around them really yes. just well, so yeah full of initiative full of you know passion so yeah. it was very it was such a rewarding part of the program well yeah. done girls fantastic they are, they yeah. are fantastic yeah 
I love the um, the sort of tiered approach that you've gone with. So the astronomers or, and yourself teach the the facilitators, the four girls who have already finished high school and are waiting for university entrance, and then they help. Well, the astronomers and the and the facilitators teach the year 11s. That's right. And so I I also managed to to go for one of, of these course, to, yeah. to for one session to help out the girls. I I was teaching them logarithms um in space and why we need them for distances and I didn't tell you this but um while I was teaching I was like, "Oh, that's why we <laughs> use them." And so that was a great experience and the girls were so enthusiastic uh about everything. Yeah, so it's female astronomers, local female astronomers from Cape Town who teach the academy girls. And the reason for that is that we wanted to expose them to role models. And as you said, the reason for having a tiered approach is really to address the fact that obstacles that get in the way of girls getting into science happen at so many levels, right? So for example, when we're targeting younger girls, what the message we want to get across is that science is for girls too. Because at that age, you know, if it's just to do with the toys they're exposed to or the, you know, products that are advertised to them, a lot of the science-based ones would be targeting boys. This is something that's done not just in South Africa, it's done all across the world. And so it's important to reach them there so that we can fight that idea earlier on. But then, of course, once you get to high school, there's other obstacles, which is, for example, to say, okay, I want to I wanna pursue a career in science, but I don't have any examples of women who have done that. You know, I don't have someone that I feel I can easily approach to ask questions on how that career can be pursued. So one of the reasons for having female astronomers there was that we could provide those information to the girls. And the tiered approach is really to do with the fact that we, unfortunately, you know, have to deal with the fact that we have limited resources. We can't employ people full-time to teach these lessons. And so the idea of having some of the girls attending the academy teach the younger girls is really a great way for us to maximize our resources, but also to provide these girls, the facilitators, with the opportunity to have employment, retributed employment, whilst learning about astronomy. Okay, so why astronomy? Margarita, you already mentioned that, you know, we can use astronomy as a hook to get girls interested in STEM and to provide role models. You, you said that the, the girls from Philippines were so interested that they, you know, reached out to you and created a, a whole opportunity for themselves. But for people from developing backgrounds, why is this important? So, yeah, as you said, Astronomy is such a, as we were saying before, astronomy is such a fascinating science. It's a very easy way of hooking young people, but also adults in, you know, because we are asking the big questions, what's out there, you know, how did the universe evolve? But also in South Africa in particular, astronomy provides so many opportunities because astronomy in South Africa is really booming. It's so exciting to be a part of it because both through projects like SALT, but the SKA being built, there's so much investment into reaching more and more young people to allow them to enter careers in astronomy. But another thing we want to achieve through this program is to make sure that both students but also parents from communities where financial concerns are very pressing understand that astronomy is a career that can also bring other skills alongside the, you know, scientifically strict ones. For example, you know, analytic skills or computing skills, data science skills that, you know, are highly sought after in industry as well as in research. And so that if kids do become passionate about research, about astronomy, it doesn't preclude them from pursuing other careers. I guess really what we want is for them to understand what a career in astronomy is actually like so that they can make an informed decision if they decide to pursue a career in research. Okay, so honey, you work with the girls on a sort of more day-to-day basis. How has your experience of the program been and how do you feel about how this is going to influence these girls and their futures? So historically, the field of science has always been um, a man and it has always been white. So 
we are trying to change the face of the science and where science is made. When we started with Topi Foundation, we wanted the girls to have confidence to see science, to see the application of science in their day-to-day lives because, you know, the the perception with science and mathematics, it's always that um, it's a difficult subject and you must only be in, like, town schools or former Model C schools to be acing in this subject. And it's not. It's not the truth. So we wanted to inspire these girls and mentor them to participate in science. And we're doing that in, in astronomy um, because South Africa is booming in astronomy. So we want to place as many girls, motivate them, encourage them them um, in the field of astronomy. That's our mission. Um, I don't have a background of science, but I'm also learning a lot in astronomy. <laughs> I sit in the classes and listen. And it's, it's mind-triggering. It's like what you have always been prevented to think about, you know, and when you enter that space, your mind just go crazy, you know. <laughs> you think about the universe, you know, how it evolves and the planets, and I read a lot. Sometimes they'll say, Pluto is a dwarf planet, and then an ast- another astronomer would say, actually not just an, a planet. So <laughs> it's always very interesting to be finding out this information, and you know, last night I was looking at my YouTube, um, and my YouTube of my channels are like astronomy news. Yeah, <laughs> it's so much. Yes. <laughs> so it's it's really okay. interesting and it's mind provoking. And you do it in you know you follow your pace and you allow your mind to work because your mind does ask yourself these questions and it's like we're told that there's no answers. You'll never get answers. But when you're in the space where you your work is to find answers, is to find the impossible, right? Um, the girls are very excited to be working, you know, in this project, to be participating. We had a festival, I think, two weeks ago before I went to Japan, and the festival was amazing. It was so fun to see girls, you know, telling us about the planets and giving the characteristics of the planets. Um, it was not just a concept in school that you would just do to pass um, the curriculum, but applying it into their daily lives and seeing its importance. Yeah, I had the pleasure of actually attending this festival and watching it. It was so much fun. So so uh, just tell us more about this festival and, and why it was held and what happened. Okay, so the festival was to invite the parents and the teachers of these learners because we work in their spaces and not all of them actually understand what we are doing. So we, Margarita told us, we actually planned it on WhatsApp, right? What? <laughs> yes. Which is where most of our planning takes place. <laughs> she just sent one text the other day and said, I think we should do a festival to showcase um, the work that the facilitators do um, in the after school space, you know, in like Booker Hall and, you know, show case this works and we continued with it i didn't think it was that serious but yeah we you know we got to realize i mean how the girls were even so excited they came up with their own ideas and the hall was full we had parents we also had um the oed office kevin was there he's always supporting us in this project also takalani was there and we are so appreciative of that yeah, so this was uh, Takalani Nemangani, who's actually the director for multi-wavelength astronomy at the Department of Science and Technology. And we were so honored to have him attend. And it was so great to have someone who's involved at the forefront of the astronomy revolution in South Africa and to bring it to a community that too often is excluded from this excitement. So to have him there and share this incredible stage of South African astronomy with the parents and with the children was very special. Definitely. And, and why was the event held in the first place? We were celebrating the Astronomy School Day. So the IAU holds a lot of these very special days, international days, where outreach projects throughout the world hold events in schools to bring astronomy closer to them. So actually the event that kicked off our program was the IU International Day of Women and Girls in Astronomy. And we were very excited to win a prize for it. So out of all of the projects that were held around, around the, the world, world right? yes, yeah. around the world, we were very, very excited right to have here won in the, South Africa. That's right. We represented South Africa to an international stage. And we were very lucky to win a grant 
to attend the IU's Symposium on Equity, Diversity and Inclusion in Astronomy, which was held in Tokyo, which Honey attended to represent the project. Okay, so we're going to talk all about Japan in a moment. I have one more question. So um, what did you do for this um, IAU Girls and Women event? So for the day, we had a lot of activities organized for the girls where they learned about planet Earth and the planets in the solar system, about the shape of galaxies, which was very fun. We actually had an astronaut attend, <gasps> what? which was super exciting. <laughs> that we I did had... not know about. Oh, you didn't? I didn't. Oh. So um, Ellen Baker, who's an American astronaut, actually yeah. attended the event. Uh, she was taken to us by Kevin from the OED directly from the airport. So <laughs> she was. She, we were just so honored to have her attend and it was really great it's been really great gosh i already had massive fomo for missing out on that event because i was in australia at the time (laughs) but now it's even more yes that's right (laughs) but it's okay i did get to meet all the girls and watch their fantastic performances a few weeks ago so that was amazing okay now honey the the part i've been waiting for the whole time is to ask you about (laughs) your time in japan so as margarita said you traveled to an iou international astronomical union conference in japan a couple weeks ago um and uh, uh, so tell us, okay, first of all, what was the conference about and why did you go? So the conference that I attended in Japan was the IAU conference around equity, diversity and inclusion in the field of astronomy. So they discussed the exclusions, um, financial exclusions, gender exclusions in the field of astronomy and also the different disabilities or people with special needs, how can they be included in the field of astronomy? Are they being accommodated to their full capacity? Um, Because there's like um, talks that were going on for years that if you are blind or if you are partially blind, you cannot become an astronomer. So those were topics that were being addressed at Tokyo. And I also got an opportunity to present about our work, the things that we do in South Africa with Molom Klaber and Molom Klaber Astronomy Academy. And how did you feel about the experience? Had you been to Japan before? No, and this was actually my first international trip. (gasps) Fantastic. (laughs) Was it scary? It was very scary. (laughs) It's quite a long way to go. Yeah, that's an international trip. That's a big, exotic trip for your first time. Because my connecting flight was like in an hour and like it gave me sleepless nights, you know, landing in Doha and, you know, from Doha to to Tokyo. I didn't know how I was going to get that right, but it had happened it it went well it 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 really changed my perspective a lot around things um and also in addressing the challenges that we have in South Africa the high um femicide and you know South Africa is not a safe country so going to Tokyo to experience a country where there's so much peace the safety it it gave me hope and I came back with like a different perspective and um, I'm someone who would believe that it's probably politics that would change our our country, but it's actually not. No amount of politics would change that. It's it's as citizens in South Africa being patriotic about our country and saying we love it, we want to take care of it. I'm speechless. <laughs> uh, that's. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of speechless. That's a, that's a really amazing perspective. And to have gone on just one trip to Japan and, and to come back with this is, is really uh, eye opening. And how did people respond to what you were saying in Japan, what you presented? I had a lot of people coming to me because, <laughs> you know, before I presented, I was so nervous. Um, you know, presenting like globally, it's not a child's play. So I went to the stage and I looked at people like everyone. And I, you know, I'm a tall person, but I actually felt very like short. <laughs> it's not an easy task. So I just thought I'm going to give it my all and, you know, um, the feedback and I'll appreciate every feedback. And it was like an awesome feedback. I had the president of the IAU coming to me to give me a hand immediately when I stopped. I, 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 I got off the stage. Oh, wow. And yeah, I, I got a lot of people 
we even got a lot of likes on Facebook. <laughs> um, and she promised that she'll come in February. I went what, here, yep. yeah, oh, to, cool. to see our work because a lot of people honestly liked our project, um, the concept of our project, and how much we are, you know teaching young girls from early age like from primary school it's it's not usually like that you only get to be taught um regarding astronomy in 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 high school i remember doing um the solar system and the planets in high school and it was just left there i didn't see the importance and it warmed my heart it still warms my heart to seeing girls knowing all the eight planets for me it's impossible but it's it's happening and the future is in science and we'd like to see a lot of black girls access in that space dominating it absolutely <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I mean, I have so many more questions, but uh, maybe it's time to, to wrap it up. So two more questions. The first is, what do you envisage as the future of this program? I mean, with the minimum that we got, we managed to reach um, 150 girls um, in township. So my my vision is to seeing all girls participating in astronomy and accessing that space is seeing the girls who live in Kailicha or, you know, the surrounding areas, other townships in, in Cape Town, um, of girls who don't have or who came, who come from a background of not enough, you know, um, accessing that space, learning about the astronomy. So from my side, I want this to become a permanent project. I want this to be well-established, well-structured stru- well so that, you know, it's it's not a matter of 2020. You know, we want this to run long-term alongside the school. And then, you know, I'm European, so I might, I will be moving back to Europe. So for me, my vision is that Maloklava will run outreach projects yes. in Europe. So oh, I want, this is where I'm going. That's where I want, big. That's right. I want, you know, this is South African reaching yeah. European young girls and showing them what's what. So that's my vision for the, you know, in the long term. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So um, just before we go, this uh, this episode is coming out fairly close to Christmas and, and maybe mm. it's the season of charity and giving. And if anybody would like to donate towards the, the Monghalaba School and the program, how can they do that? You can find the link to our global giving page on our website. So it's www.astromonoclaba.org slash donate. And hopefully Jacinta and Dan can put the link <laughs> when they release the episode. Of course, it'll be right there on our website. But yeah. just in case, spell um, Molomlaba for us. So Molomlaba is M-O-L-O-M-H-L-A-B-A. So mm-hmm. Molomlaba. We can also find this on, on our website. It's www.molomlaba.org. Um, you can also follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, and we accept all kind donations. Yeah, I know people say this a lot that every little help, yeah. but trust us, every little help. It goes, it really goes a long way with materials and opportunities, and all of the donations go into the community. There's, there's no one who's employed or no material that's used that is that doesn't go directly Definitely. to Kalucha. So mm. trust that we'll make good use of your money, yes. and you can donate from anywhere around the world. That's right. Yes. yes. Okay. Well, thank you so much to both of you for your amazing work and this amazing program. And also congratulations to everybody else who has been involved. Fantastic job. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Thank Thank you so much. Thank you. Very cool. Great to hear Hani's enthusiasm and that she had this incredible opportunity to go to Japan too. Uh, it sounds like it really, <laughs> it really excited and um, blew, yeah. blew her mind. Yeah, eye-opening. I've been to Japan a couple of times and it also blew my mind. It's it's really different and really amazing. Yeah, and just incredible to hear the work they're doing. It's wonderful they've won this prize and uh, they've had some recognition for their work because it it's, it does sound like a, a lot of work and I'm sure they've poured their heart and soul into this project. Yeah, I mean, and you can sort of hear in their voices how passionate they are about this and how much they believe in it and sort of and how dedicated they are. And as you say, just the amount of time that has gone into this and and that it's producing results already, only it's only been running for I guess less than a year uh, and and doing a really fantastic job. So we look forward to hearing what's going to happen from them in 2020 and beyond. 
Yeah, and I think it's just really cool how the the sort of tiered approach works. That you're not just hitting students like directly. You're you're changing lives the whole way up. So the facilitators are learning, they're gaining skills, which then they can take on to their futures. It's incredible the difference that's already being made. Yeah, and I think it's always it's always such a positive thing to empower people through education of topics like this to be able to determine their own futures. Mm. And you attended this uh, festival that they organised? Yeah, oh my gosh, it was so much fun. (laughs) We can hear it, would you like to hear it? Yeah, of course. So um, I'll play a few recordings that I I made on the day. Apologies, it's a little bit shouty from me. I, I forgot my headphones so I couldn't tell what the sound levels were, but we hear from some of the little five and six year old girls before their performance, uh, from some audience members, from some parents, and then we, we hear from the girls themselves um, through their song and performance during the festival. Well, I'd love to hear it. Here I have some very amazing ladies from the Molom Lava School. Are you excited about performing today? Yes! yes. <laughs> and are your, are your parents here to see you? Yes! yes. <laughs> okay, and what are you going to sing for us today? We sing continents. Are you going to be some planets? Yes! What's your favourite planet? Um, yes. My favourite Earth. Earth? That's a good answer. Why the Earth? Because we've got some trees here and some oceans. Yes! Okay, what's your second favourite planet? Mercury. All right, and a big high five to everybody. <laughs> we have some audience members here today. Who do we have? It's Kevin Governor from the Office of Astronomy for Development. Takarani Namongani from the Department of Science and Innovation. René Kran-Korteweg, uh, astronomer at the University of Cape Town. Peter Kran, just married to an astronomer. <laughs> Are you excited about today's performance? Yeah, very much so. Yeah, looking forward to it. Do you think this is a, a good project that Margarita Malaris and her team are working on? Well, uh, it's, it's my first time today, so I'm looking forward uh, to learn more about the, the project. But, uh, but just being here, you know, in a place like this, Harare, here in Kailicha is known for for some not so good things, but to see something very positive like this year, I'm sure it must be very good. <laughs> I'm looking forward very much to this. I always really love the idea of this project. I think it's great how it has been set up. And I'm looking at all these excited young little girls here and I'm looking forward to see what they will tell us a bit later on. All right, enjoy the performance, everybody. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Hello, nice to meet you. What's your name? My name is Pamela and I have a daughter here who started with the school last year. So this is her second year and it's been going great. Um, the exposures, um, um, you know, we are in the townships and we are marginalised. It's a poor crime-ridden um, township, but um, what MOLO stands for and um, what they are bringing to this community is profound. So I'm thankful to you guys that have brought all these opportunities for the girls. And I'm happy to be here um, for my daughter at Molong Club. Do you feel that astronomy, it also is enhancing their education? Do you feel that it's important for the future? It's very important because I think we are already in the fourth um, industrial revolution. So to uh, propel our our girl child specifically um, I think it's it's profound um, it will do wonders for the girl child's confidence and it will tap into those fields that have not been um, previously tapped into by our girl child so definitely it is very important yeah I, I mean I hope that they they will continue to learn and be fascinated by the world around them as they as they continue I definitely think Uh, can see that uh, interest as well and it's very exciting also that it's being started at the grassroots level and that they can grow up um, with this field and also have uh, uh, such um, interest in the field as well so 
thank you. Thank you very much that you've brought this um, subject to our girls um, in the township of Monomhlaba Girls School. Well, thank you very much for participating and for being here today. And I think we're about to start. So thanks for speaking with us today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Sounds like you had a blast. Oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> and there was a cake stall and um, I baked some gluten-free banana bread for it. But then I ended up buying most of the banana bread my back myself because it was yummy. <laughs> it wasn't yummy? It was. It was <laughs> yummy. <laughs> yummy gluten-free. Yeah. <laughs> Although the fact that it wasn't sold already, maybe, maybe I was the only <laughs> one who thought it was good. <laughs> But I did manage to buy some really nice Molomlava earrings, which is like a cutout of the African continent with the Molomlava symbol on it. Wow. So I think you can actually buy them from the website uh, if you want to. They're not my personal taste, but sure. <laughs> There's also some really cool bags, like shopping bags and stuff. Uh, so you also managed to speak to some of the facilitators about their experience of the Astro Molomlava. Presumably they were at the festival too. 
Yeah, I did. I spoke to Akona and Andisiwe, Nalitsana and Okulia. I met them first when we were all um, at the Astro Academy and then uh, again at the Astronomy Festival. And then recently they've come into the studio to tell us their story. And what we're going to do is play the English questions and responses and then we'll repeat that in the African language that the girls speak. So three of them speak Kosa and one, Nalitsana, speaks Sesutu. Let's hear from them. I don't expect to understand the the Kosa or Sasutu, but that's okay. The rest of the episode is English. So <laughs> here with us in the studio is Akona Bunzi, Nelatsana Chapi, Okulia Machali, and Andesiwe Shasha. Apologies for the pronunciation, ladies. Welcome to the studio. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Is this your first time in a studio? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely tiny, isn't it? <laughs> Very <laughs> tiny. <laughs> so to start with, can you um, tell our listeners who you are, where you're from, what your background is, and, and how you got involved in the Molonglaba Astronomy Academy? My name is Akona Bunzi, and I am from Kailija. I went to Masile High School. I started the program in July. I was doing nothing, literally nothing. I was at home and then Honey called me, our coordinator, and she said, she asked if I were interested in doing astronomy. And then sitting sitting at home doing nothing is absolutely boring, like it's terrifying. So I jumped at the opportunity and yeah, I'm here today. Okay, yeah. My name is Ansiru, as you said. How I got in, into Madame Slabo? I got a, a message from Akona telling me that there's someone who's looking for people who are interested in doing astronomy. So fine, since I was doing physics and maths last year, so I thought I could take a chance and try some new things that I never thought I'd, I'd do one day. So yeah, I got to the interview. I was interested. Like I made a search about astronomy and it interested me like a, a lot. So I thought that I should take a chance. Okay, I'm Akulse. I'm from Cape Town, Western Cape. I grew up in Kailija and I went to a colony primary school. Then after that, I went to Masila High School. Then this year, in July, I went to Molum Saba Astronomy because I saw this as an, as an opportunity to me because I was, I was doing nothing this year. So this opportunity came up and I thought I should just take it. Okay, I'm Nalitsana Chavi. Uh, I'm from the Eastern Cape. I grew up there. I went there. I did my primary there, my high school at Venyani SSS. Then I came here in Cape Town this year. So I saw the opportunity on Facebook that Molom Slaba is in need of facilitators. Then I, I tried to get hold of them. Then that's how I got there. So can you tell us about um, your experience as facilitators? What was your role in the program? Um, and what did you enjoy? What did you, what did you think of the program? Our role as facilitators in Molam Slava, it was to teach children about astronomy and show them what it's like to live in the world of astronomers. The astronomers would come to us and share the knowledge with us. Then we would take the knowledge and share it to the children. What was it like teaching the children? It was fun, but then sometimes you'd find out that some kids, they want to argue. Then that's what made our sessions more interesting. And they want to argue? Yes. If you say this goes like this and they would say, no, 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 you're wrong. (laughs) So you have to argue with them and that made the sessions a lot more funny. And it's worse when it comes to the alien part. They thought that the, the aliens existed. They were so surprised when we told them that the only aliens that exist were the plant aliens. With a what? The plant aliens. Plant aliens. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you mean plants from other countries that aren't supposed to be in this country? Yes. Not plants from outer space. <laughs> <laughs> Did you feel that they were very interested in, in astronomy? Yeah, they were. They were very interested in, in astronomy. They, after a lesson, they were asking questions to show that they were interested and some of the kids say things that are related to their, to their lives, especially when we did the session about the sun. Yeah. They will say that the sun is helpful because when it's hot, we go to the, to the sea with our families. Yeah. And all that stuff. So they could figure out how astronomy relates to their own lives. Yeah. Yes. Great. 
Do you think it's important for them to be learning astronomy at, um, at such a young age and then also for the older girls? Yeah, it is important. Yeah. Many people have negative views about the, our surroundings. Some, most people say that the earth is flat, but then that, that's not true. So the small kids will correct the older people that know this thing goes like this. Did you learn a lot about astronomy through this course? And, and if so, what did you find the most interesting? I've learned a lot. Some of the things I didn't know, but now at least I have, I have a better understanding of what astronomy is. I'm not going to choose which topic was best. They were all great for me. I enjoyed every topic that I, I had to teach to the children. It was so exciting. I also learned a lot, but mostly I was interested about the moon topic. For instance, I knew that the moon rotates around the earth, but I didn't know that it shows only one face. So that yeah. was really interesting for me. And did the girls find it interesting? Very yes. interesting. Yes. Interesting. <laughs> uh, I, I like the part of moon phases a lot because when I was growing up, I used to look up in the sky and thought to myself, maybe the earth has many moons. I didn't know that it was actually one moon. And did you learn any, anything as a person through this experience? I've learned a lot. I've learned that you should accommodate everyone. Like we were working with kids. Sure, you shouldn't be harsh on them. So when I'm with them, I'm, I, I made sure that I must be at their level, like accommodate them because our brains are not functioning in the same way. So I had to try. Yeah, so <laughs> you I'm had to think there. of different ways to talk. <laughs> yeah, to exactly. Yeah. 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 Also, as she said, we shouldn't be harsh. And as for me, this was, it was a bit challenging because mostly, most of all, I really don't like explaining. Mm. Ah. So, <laughs> I'm not good also so when it comes to explaining I should think of a way of how to bring them close to me so that they could understand and hear also voice projection mm. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah it's really challenging but yeah. well done on challenging yourself and getting through so now that you've been through this program as facilitators, what are your plans for the future? And do you think that this program has helped you out in that, with that in any way? Next year, I'm going to upgrade. Then the following year, I'll apply for astronomy. Because in astronomy, I learned that I travel a lot. So I want to travel and explore all the things that are surrounding me. We definitely travel a lot yes. in astronomy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me too. I'm, I'm looking forward to upgrade especially my maths and science like physics. You won't believe when I tell you that it was my first time hearing about this career this year. So uh, thank you to Molom Slabailot to introduce me to this career. Wonderful. My plans for the future, I still want to be a doctor and I want to improve my results. And also this year I've, I have applied in UJ for NPA in humanities. And also building my self-confidence even more. My plans for the future is to become a better person, improve things that uh, I think I'm lacking in. In the future, I'd like to be a TV personality and a, a radio personality. So today is saying that they are here in the studio. So, But next year, I'm, 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 I have applied in UJ, so I'll be doing my fourth industrial PA. Well, good luck for your futures and I hope that you achieve everything you want and, and really congratulations on, on the work you've done. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And finally, do you have any, any messages you'd like to share with listeners? Anything you'd like to say? Be proud of who you are. Be willing to learn new things. Never underestimate yourself. Be true to yourself. There are always opportunities. If you fail to find the one you want, be excited to try new things, be willing to learn, as she said, that goes a long way. Astronomy is a very interesting field to study. I would also advise them to dream big, to dream big. I would like to say, especially to young girls, because in South Africa, most of the guys do astronomy and they think that you can't do anything. But us as girls, we can change the, the world. And we have the power to do that. And astronomy is a lot of things that you would want to know and you can explore a lot. Thank you. Wonderful advice, <laughs> ladies. Thank you so much for speaking with us today. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you very Thank much for having us. Okay. I'm going to tell you about the story of 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 the story
ube no mla uba ube facilitator kuna. So is basa uchile kwa lamdu mwa kwa Um, kwenye kupele bini funda u grade 12 and then bini apply ili ku university UWC NSSPT nda tatu kwa uzo like professionally kwa toge mwoku kuba i meds nga kange i i level zaizo nga kange zbi pisol so kange ntatu kwa toge mwoku um, kuba bini netem by zikonde zino fela uhani waye wandi faunele ibuzo bandi zantu nkwenye lo kulunyaka endini kobe nginzinto and ukuhlala indlini bengekho right so ndavuma and ibinikise umhlaka khona into ye astronomy that's why indi lapha namhlanje kulunyaka phela yobe nsinzi bangaleshumi nesibini emasile ndiyenda apply ku university ezithile ndingabalula iUCT ndibalule ne UWC nesiPUT kwenzekile ke bandifumane i conditional offer eUCT kodwa ke class isa sithetha sifumana isiphumo kulonyaka ngo 2019 ndabona kobana izibalo zami kakunye ni physics azi andiqhuba ngakakuhle ndabona kala bana abanithatha abandi rejecta i offer so ndafumana i message evela ku akhona uakhona umhlobo wami so webe nxilela ubana kukho into enje kale isimulo mhlaba kufuna facilitators so ndiye nami ndaba nomdla ubandize ndizokuzama ndifikile ke ndafika uhani wandisendela ilink ethile bana ndi apply ekhona so kubandilapha ke kunamhlanje ungala hlopha umbuzo busithi indoni enzise ke astronomy and ndikhule njani ndingubani then ndaphendula ndathi ndingokuhle ndikhulele ekhayilija e Cape Town Western Cape ndifunde eluxolweni primary school then ndayofunda emasiyile ndaze ndaya emolo mhlaba astronomy ndasebenza as a facilitator ya astronomy lombuzo busithi into nenzise apha kulonyaka phelele benibene ubandisa zoyeva city kulonyaka but results zam kanye zibe right so kangikwazi bani ndiyeva city kulonyaka but ndaxele bandiza liza upgrade kulonyaka for ba next year ngeneva city umbuzo busithi bekunjani semenza nabantwana ndaphendula ndathi bekumane semenza nabantwana ngoba bebengazipholi xibisela koko banomdla abasibuza umbuzo bayaphendula ena xa sesigqibile ubatitsha abantu banemibuzo abanayo emnye USB ni wathi umbuzo indene ebalekile for bavandana bafundisa astronomy ngubese bancinci kubalekile bafundisa astronomy ngokuse bancinci ngoba abantu abaninzi banembono ezahlukeneyo nge astronomy mhlobo esiphela ngalo abanye abantu bathi earth flat kanti earth ekho flat around so abantu angabancinci bazokwazi ulungisa abantu koma kwabo bababone kahle bayakunjani kwenye mhlaba esiphela koko indoni ibikudlungula umxhelo nge astronomy ya ndiye iphewe nayo noqhumu kuba uyayithanda kwaye buziva kamandi xa uthetha ngayo kwitopic zonke besizinika abezinikisa umdla kakholo kodwa eyona yona ibinikisa umdla kum ibi moon which is inyanga bingazi bindiyazi phofu kuba inyanga ijikeleza around umhlaba but ke ngokubiningazi ba ibonisa ubuso obunye kho ke yiphi eyona ibinikisa umdla kuzo zonke itopic ubuzenza ku astronomy zonke bezinikisa umdla anobalula kuba yonke bendiyenza bendiyunwabela kwaye bendifumana ulwazi olubanzi ibe ndingalazi kuyo yonke into besiyenza bendifunda into enja kuqoqo khona into noyifundileyo kule experience like kwele kwele xesha besebenza kunye nabantwana sinizi into nezifundileyo um tingabalula ba bengiqhelunga u explainer and co and co go so bekubanzima ngabanye amaxesha bandi explain so kufuneka bandi ifumane indlela enothindi basonde zokumu kwenzeni bacacisele nabo bacacela also nelizilamo silincinci so bekubanzima ngabanye amaxesha bamanikwazi but ke didina kwazi okay umbuzo ubusithi ndifunika ngizantoni mna ke future yam endile program yesemulo mhlabi ya astronomy indincede njani Ndini zayenza kulonyaka sayo ndizo upgrade because maxamba isikhange siphume izinhle kulonyaka phelele so after the upgrade ile ndi apply ile astronomy ndiqhubekeke nayo sithini isicongcoso zakho ngeqamba lakho ipopolambe kubantu be kogqirha 
kodwa ke ndizeza uphugula apho nalapho ndilekisha khona and kulonyaka ndi applyile ku university yase Johannesburg ku humanities and also if kungenze kubantu kuphike in astronomy tingaqhubekeka sithini isicongcoso zakho ngikamba lakho isicongcoso zami ngikamba lami kukuba ndibe ngumuntu ongcono ndindi ndizame ukuphucula umuntu esilendinguye ndindi ndi applyile ku university yase yase Johannesburg ndifumene ke apho i offer lonyakizayo nobanzobe ndikhona ndisenza i i fourth industrial if fourth industrial pa apho a a uj ukuba ngungakhona opportunity thile ukuba mandenze into dibanini ne astronomy anakuyizana ngomfanti ngathatha elothoba ndilisebenzise kuba ininzi akuntu nifunde kuyo kwaba kwaye ndiphele ndiyithanda awunamyalezo nokuhlala ukugqithisa kuba phula phuli kuba phula phuli nifuna ukuthi ukuba nangaba lento buyifuna ayiphomelelanga sukhyafa sikhona ezinginzama nozenza akhona manje maphupha khoyo qhubeke kuphila unganikezeli akhona manje amazwi onuthi owanike abaphula phuli nyaniseka zithembe ungazideleli yonto eyenzekayo yenzeka ngesisathu sokuthi kuba ungayifumana ngexesha buyifuna ngalo uthyafe ya be patient kambuzo uthi khona nje umyalezo nifuna uthetha for abantu bamameleyo um ya astronomy i career e interesting kakhulu bawo like kulo mhlaba siphela kuwa abantu abaninzi abenze physics baki astronomy ngabantu bangabafana so uthina as abantu omazana iwoman masiye masiyifunde astronomy esibabona sibase naye power yobasenza into esifuna uyenza bangabe sijonga lephansi because yoyo yonke indawo esikwamisa makuyo even o doctor gcwele abantu bangabafana so uthina masi as abantu bangobangumama Mando mazana singene ke astronomy and inani zinto ezininzi apho ngabonba uyaphuhliseka ezi umuntu Puto ine ire kimang kitswa kai kile ka ga ba ka re bitsola ka ke na letsana chabi kitswa Eastern Cape eh ke huletse mo ke badile teng ka be ke tla monana eh Cape Town ile monsenana ka be ke fumana monyetlo re ke yo ba e party yamolo mhlaba kibe facilitator de e putsongena ene ere e limonsena jalo ka ne kidutsi le bakana e ka bakeng ke a gabile ka re kile ka dia hoetsa id limonse fedileng jwale he ke ke yona mathathala etsa go dikolo di hane ho nkuka limonsena putso ene re e ka ba ho jwang ho sebetsa le bana e usubutsa le bana ho nule handla hulu ibile ba bane ba utlusisa ba butsa dipotso ba re phisa ho baneng e tabene re buang ka na hangathangata hakati se udumelana re le batho e putsa bedi ya botsa hore putsa bedi ya be ile hore na ku baneng ho hulu bohlokwa go bana ba ba rutwa ka astronomy e ho bohlokwa ho le go bahle ba khule ba ditse ba nthotsenana ba seke ba khula ba tse ba e ba khula bari le fatsile le le flati khante le le fatsile round ya putso ine re ho jwang ho ka ba ho jwang ho sebetsa le bana so ke le ka ga ba ka ga ho monata ho lo sebetsa le bana patlisa energy e e ngata khaphisa na le bona ho monati e e engwe putso ya ya botsana ke thing topic ke bank ke enjoy le le bona ba enjoy le ka be ke re ke 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 ena ya gwedi na ke hola ne ksatse bore re na le gwedi lengwe ne ke na na re na le dikgodi tsenga to tseka re dutse re di bona di salekane ne neng e ya hafu ne neng e felletse putso ene re na e ke batla ho etsang e hana go ntse iya like buka musobaka jole ke re na ke batla ho ho nyola di mara ka tsaka ha holo holo ha etla ho metse le physics ke ke rata holo o tsolisae astronomy ke khaloba astronoma putso ine ere e ikaba ke eletsa batho ka bo bana hore eng a holo holo bana ba bana nyana ke ba eletsa hore ba ba le ditogotse golo nthongolengwe ya etsa hala e ha holo holo e mona ha astronomy ha batho ba bangata holo ke ba bontate batho ba bomme ha bayo 
So nikiba eleza hore, kete ngao fela, mtuina kakayeza. Thank you. It's uh, once again wonderful to hear their enthusiasm and that it sounds like they've really taken this opportunity by the horns and uh, also wonderful to hear that they're interested in continuing with astronomy now. Yeah. Um, so you, you see, it doesn't just have to be when you're a small child. <laughs> you, can, you can get interested in astronomy yeah. at any age. You don't have to be an astronomer. You can still mm. learn about astronomy and be fascinated by it. Yeah. Well, that's, that's pretty much it for today. Uh, we're going to go on a break for the holiday season. A short break. Um, in the meantime, if if anyone would like to donate to Astro Molum Laba, Margarita and Honey gave us the details at the start. We'll put those on on our website, right, Dan? Yeah, of course. Yeah, and um, if you are still thinking of any gift ideas for anyone, you can actually donate on behalf of of someone else, and you can get a nice gift certificate or buy some earrings. Yeah, exactly. Earrings or a bag, <laughs> lots of things. All right. So I think that's it for today. Yeah, well, happy holidays, everybody, and we'll see you on the other side. Yeah, in 2020. Yeah, we'll see you in 2020. Thanks very much for listening, and we hope you'll join us again in 2020 for the next episode of The Cosmic Savannah. You can visit us on our website, thecosmicsavannah.com, where we'll post uh, links related to today's episode. You can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Cosmic Savannah. That's Savannah spelled S A V A N N A H. Special thanks today to Dr. Margarita Malaru, Mahaneng Hani Padi, Akono Bunzi, Andesiwe Shasha, Nalatsana Chapi, and Okulhe Machali for speaking with us. Thanks to Mark Allnut for the music production, Yana Spring for the astrophotography, Lana Sarai for the graphic design, and Tabisa Fekilepi for social media support and transcription. We gratefully acknowledge support from the South African National Research Foundation and the South African Astronomical Observatory to help keep the podcast running. And for batteries. Yes, and lots of batteries for our recorder. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you'd like to help us out, please rate us and recommend us to a friend. We'll speak to you next time on the Cosmic Savannah.